Good morning, sunshine. Welcome back to the Peace, Love, and Applesauce podcast. We're your hosts, Juan and Abby, and this week... We are talking about grief. But not bad grief. I mean, grief is bad, but happy grief. Grief of... I was going to say beginnings and endings. Grief, it's all the same. Yeah, this time around, Abby caught me completely off guard with some stuff that I was dealing in my subconscious, and she asked me a simple question, which led me to crying in the kitchen. (laughs) So, As we enter a new phase in life, we are cherishing the moments that we have left and the current one that we have. So yeah, we just kind of get started. We hope you enjoy. start with beginnings and endings ironically at the beginning (laughs) actually i think we should start at the end yeah i the only reason i even put beginnings was because when you come to the end of something it brings something new Uh uh-huh and something's better for you usually when you decide to finally be like okay this is the end chapter closed type of thing Mm -hmm. when you get that final you accept closure you brought it up to me as grieving yeah yeah and so like, i was grieving uh the you final... caught me completely off guard with this like i was trying to walk past you <laughs> that's how we talk about everything though i know it's just like hey here's some emotional trauma support yeah Let's talk this out. I know you're feeling this. Yeah. So, no, when I was thinking about, because I've had two weeks off of therapy, um, I was like, okay, when I go to my next appointment, what do I really want to talk about? Do I want to keep harping on all of the menial drama-related things that keep popping up in my personal life? Or... Is there something that I'm trying to avoid? Mm -hmm. Because I was looking back at my notes and I was like, I just keep bringing up the same thing over and over again. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm getting to the end of this chapter with you and Jewel. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to have another person. And I haven't taken the time to properly grieve the fact that it's not just going to be the three of us anymore. And our lifestyle that we're so used to and so Mm -hmm. comfortable with isn't going to be that way anymore. And so I was like, I don't have that much time. I should grieve it as much as I can. Mm -hmm. Because as fun of an introduction it is to have a new baby and like how we did with Jewel, it was just like, we're so excited. And then we got there and we're parents and everything. It was really hard. Yeah, we had no idea what to do. Because life changed so fast. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's because we didn't properly say goodbye to the life that we had, even Mm -hmm. though our life is different now because I am pregnant and there's things that I can't do Mm -hmm. and there's places we can't go, you know? Yeah. But in terms of like it just being the three of us, that is changing forever and it's never going to go back. Yeah. I actually... um wrote some notes yesterday 
<clears throat> and the first thing I put was grieving the passing of time. Mm-hmm. As far as like, or grieving the loss or change from a family of three to four, but it's not that there's anything wrong with it. We're just like, it, it's kind of finally showing us the beauty of what we created as a family of three. And like, mm-hmm. we see the hard work that we put in and we see how hard it's about to get for us. And like, it's hard for us to accept because now we can literally see a timeline. Like we were given a due date and now we're in the less than 30 day mark. Mm -hmm. So he could be here at any time. Yeah. And life's just going to change like that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I wrote that we have less than 30 days. I have less than 30 days to have not necessarily uninterrupted and not unbothered, but like I'm, I wasn't sure of the word as far as like, the type of time that I get with just me and Jewel, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yes. But it's, uh, I, I only have less than 30 days of what's familiar to us. Yeah. So like spend more time with Jewel or play with her more or don't get so upset or frustrated right away or like have fun with Abby too. Like, don't forget that the three of you can play together. Like, mm-hmm. I only have X amount of days left. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, it it hurts more because you have to be hyper aware of it. Yeah. Because there's nothing you can do once it's over. Yeah. So, like, even for Jewel, it's going to be a hard change for her because she's going to miss it just being just the her. three of us and just her and everyone having the attention, like, directed at her. Mm-hmm. I know, like, personally from experience, um, when my brother was born, we were the same age apart that Jewel and our son will be apart. Mm -hmm. Um, And realistically, it didn't change any of my relationships. It mostly just changed my home life. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I know that, like, you're like a middle child. Yeah. So it's not the same. And... For you, it's hard to understand that, like, first child aspect of it. Yeah. But um, she, she'll she be fine because she, as, like, terrible as it is to say, um, she is the first. So she's already been here and developed those relationships. And so the, like, awness that all of our family has of her, that won't change. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not worried about it. Like, she's still going to, you know, go to Grand Grand's house or Gigi's tree house or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be that, like, she'll still have all of those things. But I think it's the immediate <clears throat> shock that is going to be the most difficult because yeah. it's going to be like, okay, he comes home with us. Yeah. He lives here. He's loud. And she's kind of sensitive to loud noises mm-hmm. and foreign people being in our home. Yeah. You know? But, like, I also know that she's going to be a great big sister. Oh, like, yeah. So helpful. It's going to be such a great change that's going to just make us all better. Like, and I had also wrote that, like, I'm extremely excited. Jewel will be a great sister. Abby will be an even more phenomenal mom. And I aim to become the dad that Jewel and Theo need me to be. 
I'm going to be the same yet different for him. I only know how to be a girl dad, a dad to Jewel. Theo is going to need a different version of me I have yet to discover. Mm-hmm. So, like... Your example, I think, has to be different. Yeah. But the way that you love them is the same. Absolutely. Um, But at the same time, we spoke about this. You shared that video with me where no two kids have the same parents. Yeah. Us and our development. Yeah, you can. Just to reference, like, what it said. But um, in our developmental stage, like, where we were when Jewel was born is so vastly different from where we are right now. Absolutely. So it's like, oh, like, you and I are definitely more of a team now. Mm -hmm. And we have top quality communication. I can openly say that we have top quality communication. I'll agree to that, brother. We don't fight ever. (laughs) I mean, we do. No, like, we spat. Yeah. But we don't, like, fight. Um, I found the video. How could you have, let's say, people who are raised by the same parents in the same way? Mm-hmm. One becomes a narcissist yeah. and one doesn't. Because no two kids are raised in the same family. No two children have the same parents. Do you have siblings? Yes, older and younger. You weren't raised in the same family. You were never the oldest child, were you? You've never had that experience of being the oldest child. <laughs> You've had the experience of the middle child, which is often very difficult, by the way, because mm-hmm. you no longer you, you need to have the respect and authority of the oldest, mm-hmm. or the cuteness and lovability of the youngest. You, you can't compete with the baby, you know, for cuteness. Not only that, when your parents had you, and when they had your younger siblings, perhaps there might have been a different stage in their own personal development, mm-hmm. or in a different stage of, of their relationship, or a different economic position. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, you never had the experience of not having somebody older in the family than you. You never had the experience, at least until your younger sibling came along, of the insult of I was the only one, and all of a sudden I have to share my attention with this young interloper, which is, <laughs> which is what your oldest sibling had to do. Yeah. You know? So no two children, not only that, even more importantly, temperamentally every child is different, mm-hmm. and that means they evoke a different part of the parent. So even if the parent loves either kid, kids equally which is not i'm not questioning they will not respond to the child the same way the child will not evoke the same responses from the parent (laughs) one child or the other so no two kids have the same parents how could you have so i don't know if you could entirely hear that i don't know if we'll be able to keep it yeah but basically the video went to say that no two children are raised in the same household and that's because of the parents being in a developmentally different stage with each child. Mm -hmm. So you learn different things as your parent. That's just the nature of things. Mm -hmm. Um, The birth order of each child plays a factor. Mm -hmm. And what was the last thing? Oh, he didn't say it in the video, but I did want to mention that each child has different needs. Yeah. So the way that I respond to Jewel is not going to always be the way that I respond to Theo Mm -hmm. when he gets of that age where I have to respond to him. Um, And I think maybe that's why it's hard for young kids to understand because it's like anytime the baby cries, Mm -hmm. that baby gets attention. Yeah. But with Jewel, it's like you're crying, but it's like, okay, well, let's figure out why you're crying. And we don't just immediately like coddle and hold her like to her that might be like well why are you holding this little bean nugget (laughs) and you're making me work through these emotions yeah (laughs) 
why does he get six diapers a day and you're like go on the potty no more diapers yeah no more diapers <laughs> actually <I> do <laughs> what she told me earlier what? this is funny um she told me earlier that um i was like jewel you need to go poop on the potty we're potty training jewel right now it's very hard yeah she is very reluctant she goes no mom i have to poop in every diaper <laughs> <laughs> I have to poop in all of them. I was like, oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> but the point is, is that as they get older and they start, you know, developing their brain to be more complex human beings and communicate and everything, they have different needs. And so who Theo is going to be when he gets older is not who Jewel is going to be. You know, maybe he's not as sensitive to loud noises as Jewel is. Because mm-hmm. Jewel, you you can't raise your voice at her whatsoever. She just, she can't handle it. She just doesn't like loud. She doesn't loud. like loud. It's crazy because, like, we also got to take a second to grieve the loss of this version of ourselves. Yes, that was actually the main reason why I even started this process of, like, okay, it's time to grieve. Yeah. Stop holding on to the drama that you can't control right now and do what you can control and what I can control is grieving who I am right now mm-hmm. and this is not entirely about like me and Juan becoming like parents a second time there's a lot of ways that you can grieve or accept closure because <clears throat> closure isn't always like I need you to give me closure right. like some a lot of times, if not always, you have to give it to yourself. Yeah, it's a form of acceptance. Yeah. Um, As a form of acceptance. Yeah, and that could be, you know, sadness for the life that you're giving up and maybe you're moving across the country or maybe you're changing careers or something like that or um, you're ending friendships that you've had for a really long time or... Um, Walking away from a relationship that no longer is good for you. Yeah. As much time as you have spent doing all of these things, building this life, being around these people, ultimately you know when it's time to end and you have to accept that closure internally and grieve it a little bit. It's hard. And that's what we're doing right now. But the biggest thing is definitely like grieving the person that I am right now. Because I know that once I get to the other side of this, when I finally reach that like six weeks after I give birth. Whoa. Drop me phone. Um, it'll feel really good on the other side. Yeah. I'll have started like really healing and... <laughs> It'll be a new season, unironically, the end of my six weeks of, like, postpartum falls somewhere around the spring equinox. Nice. Which makes me like, okay, this is a little symbolic, that's nice. Yep. I'm blooming, and so is nature. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sad for the person that, like, you have to leave behind? Yeah. Just because, like, I, it feels like I work so hard to get to where I'm at, 
even in just the past year, let alone the past, like, three years of being a dad because that it feels like that's all I've ever done. Mm -hmm. Like, because it's every day, like, I had to change immediately. And now I'm already adapted to it, but it's like, all right, bud, you got to start over and, like, you feel good with what you know, but he's going to be completely different. Mm Mm-hmm. Just by the way he interacts. Like, in my belly. Yeah, he's he's a brat. <laughs> he's stubborn. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Yeah, no, Jewel was, um. No, I'm playing. Jewel was, like, all over the place. Didn't want to be swaddled when she was first born. I know, she hates being, being confined. confined. <laughs> uh, Jewel got out of every wrap she's ever been put in. We had to put her in a straitjacket. Yeah. That's probably why she hates when, like, you pull her, push her arms down. We probably traumatized her from a baby with that thing. Even though she'd still get an arm out. I was going to say, she'd be dead asleep and then wake up both arms up above her head. Yeah. (laughs) And she still sleeps like that. I know. This parenting shit is wild. Can you recall any other instances Besides, like, right now, where you've had to, like, grieve something. Not actual grieving. (laughs) I want to talk about that. No. (laughs) That's a very different process. Maybe after you quit dance. I was going to say, we've talked about it a bunch. Yeah. But it's the easiest example, and I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. Yeah. In this context, it, it was hard to let go because I overwhelm myself trying to fill every single day with it and then I was like I can't do anything I don't want to do anything anymore and it only being a year and like still trying to figure it out I don't think I ever really properly grieved it yeah I don't think I ever really let it go yeah yeah well based off of last episode yeah Yeah, I don't I don't think you did that. Yeah, I got to start something new. Maybe you should grieve it first. Yeah. Closure. Yeah. I was going to say this time last year, like literally almost a year ago, I uh ended a long-term friendship. Mhm. And it was really hard because I had never done something like that before. And you know, when you know when you don't actively put yourself in a position to like accept change and accept the closure, you kind of just carry all of the like dead weight with you and keep expecting like something to be different. And that was like the position that I was in. And there was a lot of aspects of the friendship that I was like, I, this is worth salvaging. This is worth like moving forward with. Uh But at the same time, there was so much that needed to be fixed and so much that needed to be, like, worked on just because I think we valued different things. And at that point, I didn't even know, like, what uh, she may have valued, you know, at that point. Mm -hmm. And I guess when it becomes a lot of, like, a guessing game, I was just like, okay, you know, maybe I should just be done and move forward in peace and just because we value different things doesn't mean that I'm right and she's wrong or she's right and I'm wrong or anything like that it's just different and 
our main communication was just like texting mm-hmm. in like a group chat most of the time. So it was like, well, what kind of friendship is this then? Because I'm not making an effort and like neither are you. So what's the point of being like, yeah, we're friends. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, you know, I was like, I appreciate you. I care about you. Thank you for all of these things. But I can't keep moving forward as friends. And it was really hard. It, I don't know how well received it was. Mm-hmm. Mostly because it probably for her came out of nowhere. And then a year later, I can say that it, like in terms of like the actual friendship, like it feels the same because we weren't communicating. So I don't feel like it was like, as an adult me, a huge loss. But I had to grieve for, like, teenage me who made this friend. Mm-hmm. And I had to, like, look back at, like, all of, like, my teenage memories and be like, wow, we've made so many, like, young, fun memories together. And it's sad to let that go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but as an adult, it's like my life is so secluded that it didn't feel like it, much of a change. And, you know, differentiating those two was an interesting grieving process because I had known this person for so long. So in terms of for you, how are you like finding closure and acceptance in this, in this like process? I keep saying, I don't even know the exact day. Could you pull up the exact day? Like count that we have. Yeah. Until the due date. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I can tell you how many days we have left. So I just keep saying out loud to myself, what? 29. (laughs) 29, okay. Until the actual due date, assuming that it could be be a little bit more. Yeah. I keep saying to myself, less than 30 days. Less than 30 days. (laughs) And today, (laughs) today I entertain the possibility of like, oh. Might be a little lighter. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to happen when it's going to happen. So, like, I put the emphasis on the time limit because, like, it makes me more aware of the way I'm spending my time. Because, like, we, of course, always are checking each other about being on our phones too much and, like, paying attention to when Jules, like, hey, play with me or acknowledging that she's asking and not just brushing it off or trying to keep watching whatever we're looking at. So I'm making sure that like I'm aware with Jewel and she's having the most fun she can and like appreciating it because every day she goes out on another adventure with someone else. (laughs) Like today she went to the farm show with Mm -hmm. your brother Uncle mm-hmm. Jojo. Uh-huh. And she lived out like she was a little cowgirl in, in there. <laughs> but she was, like, terrified of the cows. The <laughs> she cows got, mooded her and she got scared. <laughs> yeah, she was not getting down with that from what we were told. But we got pictures of her in her little cowgirl boots and little cowgirl hat. Mm-hmm. Riding the merry-go-round. Like, I feel like she's going to be able to transition better because she has so many people she can go with Mm -hmm. so to be like hey jewel uncle jojo is gonna take you here or you're gonna go with grand grand gg or whoever 
and spend time with them. And she's not going to be upset that she's missing out with us. Mm -hmm. Like, she's going to be way more aware. She's going to ask for way more stuff because she already gets damn near everything she wants and more. And you know what's funny is that yesterday, like, she knew my brother was coming. And she was like, okay, mama, I'm going to go to the farm show and you're going to stay here. Yeah, she's actually, like, putting us in our place. Yeah, she tells me that all the time. She's like, okay, she stayed with my mom last weekend. Okay, mama, I'm going to go to Grand Grand's and you're going to stay here. Like, she she knows that she's going to get special treatment where she goes. And it's not that, like, she's coming home with, like, you know, toys and stuff every single time. I mean... Well, with my mom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, but not with everybody. Like, I would say my mom is, like, the exception. Um, But with everybody else, like, she's getting quality time. Yeah. She's getting all of the attention she could want. But she's also getting adventures a lot of the time. Yeah, she's doing a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, like, people are taking her. Our village is taking her to, to do stuff. And she's at the age right now where she's remembering and understanding and going out into these adventures like, I'm so excited. Please take me away from this, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. house. <laughs> yeah. So seeing that, understanding that, like, makes me appreciate when she's at home because, like, it's special requests anytime she wants to play. Like. Mm-hmm. I have to just be goofy at the drop of a hat and I get to appreciate that. And like, I know it's going to be difficult trying to hold Theo, feed him, walk around with him, maybe change his diaper. Jewel wants to play. Peanut's running around. (laughs) When Jewel was an infant, Peanut assaulted her and like (laughs) scratched at her forehead three times and left some like marks on her. So we're assuming Peanut's going to do that to the little boy. Uh Uh-huh. Can can you imagine yourself, like, as a dad of two? It's hard. Yeah, I agree. But it, I know it suits me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm ready to don the cape, but it's a big cape. Like, I haven't filled it out yet. Yeah. You said, I know I know it suits me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there anything that you do mentally to prepare yourself for what you're stepping into next? No. You're just like I'm, I'm just waiting for it honestly. Like yeah. we honestly keep nesting so much and changing and adding so like we're surrounded by diapers, a brand new car seat, toys from Jewel like mm-hmm. we're surrounded by kids stuff and we were just strangers at one point. I know. I always say that as a joke. I know. I hope no one takes it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but um Seeing it every day, seeing his bed come together, changing our room. We just, you just put up the pack and play in a matter of minutes as soon as it got in the door. <laughs> and it's like set up as if he's going to be here. So that's why I'm like, we have no time. Yeah. Because we're ready for it. Last like, time we didn't prepare anything until the last possible minute. Yep. Whereas I'm like home alone most of the time. So. Having things set up, knowing how much I need to heal afterwards helps me just enjoy the last few weeks, especially like, you know, once you get to like 38 weeks, it's just like belly 
I'm not lifting anything. I'm yeah. sitting. Yep. I'm literally sitting. So I'm trying to use the energy that I have left to get everything done. Yep. I'm scared. <laughs> I think I'm just like so focused on like getting everything done that I haven't really like. No, you move processed. so much that you're probably just going to like. Shoot him out. <laughs> yeah, like this guy's going to come out mid cleaning spree. I know. We're like, hold on, let me mop the floor. <laughs> hey, bud, you made a mess. <laughs> Entering the world. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I just try to make myself aware of it and the presence thing that we've been on mm-hmm. since before, like, Christmas. Presence, not presence. Precisely. Presence. Not gifts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I would say that Juan and I are definitely what? pretty sad. Yeah. When we first talked about this. Oh, like, yeah, that's she why... caught me off guard walking out the kitchen, and I was like, you bitch, I, was, I wasn't <laughs> ready for this. Like, you made me cry. Um, yeah, we definitely are appreciating every moment before time ends. As just a family of three. And as exciting... It's not to say that, like, it's not exciting, right? Like... Oh, absolutely. Like, I cannot wait for this because it's going to teach us a lot more about ourselves. It's going to make us grow and evolve in the ways that we need to be parents and Mm -hmm. people. And I can't wait to see what Jewel is going to grow into i can't wait to see who theo is gonna become Mm -hmm. like it's so exciting but i'm so scared because it's a drastic change yeah i was gonna say that like jewel definitely inspired a lot of decisions that we made to be like oh let's live a life that's more like in tune with nature let's be more present let's go after the things that we want to do and Let's have aspirations. Like, let's be a good example of that for Jewel. So it's interesting to think about what Theo's presence might pursue us to be. If that makes sense. Yeah. I feel you. This cop car in the back needs to shut up. <laughs> we even got new soundproofing. We have a bed and in front not, of the window covered in a blanket. It's not working. <laughs> a whole mattress. Yeah. But I am excited for the change. I think that's why gr- this grieving is so hard because what we've created so far is so great. Yeah. But it's also so exciting because I know that the beginning of whatever is next, which like... We know what's next. It's a baby. <laughs> yeah. That's just our personal experience with grieving, beginnings and endings. In our current situation. Yeah, in our current situation. But I did mention before that, like, there's a lot of different ways to grieve a lot of different things, like ending friendships, ending relationships, big life changes. Making Maybe you're making a career change or... It's also crazy because it's right at the beginning of the year. Yeah. 
Like, it's an immediate change. <laughs> when I said, uh, I made a post, and it was something along the lines of, like, New Year, same me, or something like that. False. This is really New Year, new me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but regardless of whatever you're going through, it's okay to grieve the process. Like, you don't have to be overly excited and push away nervousness or sadness for what you're leaving behind. Mm -hmm. It's definitely important to like give yourself that closure and the acceptance that you deserve of what you've created thus far or what you've put your energy into thus far. Mm -hmm. Snaps for that. Yeah. So today's a little bit more somber, but we are excited, but we are sad. And we can be both of those things at once. Yep. That's why this is choppy. Yeah. Because it's hard to express the emotion and confuse what you're trying to convey. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know how you feel because you know how I feel. Yeah. Like, I felt the grief subconsciously and, like, I didn't talk about it and... I knew at some point we were going to have to address it in terms of, like, the way we were feeling because, like, I was going to check up on you to be like, how are you doing? Are you ready for the baby to be here? Like, what changes are you worried about? Like, I, I do want to talk about this all fair, but <laughs> um, I know we're both super excited and we talk about the surface level stuff all the time, but, like, I know you and I both have some... Not concerns, but, like, we just got to address some things, check in on each other, make sure we're good Mm -hmm. to really be prepared for this because, like, we're doing everything physically that Mm -hmm. we need to get done. And, like, that's what's making it exciting because I'm, like, I see his bed. I see the playpen. I see the swing. We got a boatload of diapers, like. Thank God. Yeah, thank you to everybody that pitched into that. But. It's like a a happy grief because it's, again, making me appreciate what we built so far. It's only going to build up higher from here, grow grow from here. Like, Mm -hmm. we're not going to talk about any other kids. Oh, my God. I'm going to focus on this guy, chill out for a bit. Oh, my God. But, yes. Excitement. Angst. Paranoia. Lots of paranoia for me. Yeah, I gotta give birth. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. We'll talk about that next week. We'll talk about our experience last time. And Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah, we've never talked about that. Yeah. So we can tell you what we went through, maybe some tips on what you should look out for, pay attention to, what we hope to do differently and like follow through with. And how we're going to pack our bag and like yeah. we'll talk about how we packed our bag last time like it it was it's pretty funny to look back at it mm-hmm. and see what we're doing now because like how early did we pack last time or did we not pack to the last second? <laughs> last second i feel like we're gonna kind of do that oh no we did last second because um i w- had a schedule oh yeah you you were induced yeah so we kind of, like, were able to know when to pack. Never mind, that doesn't count. Yeah. All right, we're revealing too much. We'll save it for next week. So with that being said, grieve it out. Whatever changes you're feeling in the beginning of this year, the beginning of the season, whatever you're going through, 
accept the new beginnings, Mm -hmm. accept the endings. I think also a nice thing to do is that, like, what really put this into perspective for me, and maybe some of you out there can do that as well, look at your camera roll starting from a year ago. Yeah. And see how vastly different you are. And I think that puts into perspective, like, how different you've become in that time. Yeah. So be proud of that. It's okay to grieve it. But we are actively grieving now to open excess room for excitement. I was going to say, now's our only chance to. Yeah. But I think it, it makes more room for positive changes. Yeah. It's not needless. I know, it's crazy. Because it's like, how many more episodes after this one do you have? I know. I know. A lot of these are going to be focused around, like... Getting ready for it. Yeah, like... Making your way out for a bit. Yeah. So this is probably going to be, like, our heavy parenting series. Yeah. Maybe we'll even call it, like, a baby series because it's very focused on, like what it means to prepare for a baby. I wonder what generation uh, he's going to be in. You know how, like, we don't know if we're millennials or not. Yeah, we don't know what the hell we are. So, I don't know what Jewel is. I don't want to be a millennial, but I also don't, definitely don't want to be Gen Z. (laughs) 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 Oh, wait. I saw a video. Somebody was like, they were born in the same year that I was. And they were like, I identify as a member of the Black Eyed Peas. So that's how I identify. (laughs) (laughs) That's my generation. And on that note, we hope you have a great day. We love you. Peace, love. And applesauce. Oh, yeah. Bye. (laughs)